to Harvest Australia podcast. We trust you will be blessed by this message from Pastor Ryan Davis. Well, you might want to just click your seatbelts in. Ryan's going to come and preach this morning. Give him a round of applause. He's ready to go. Thank you. Thanks so much. Good morning, everyone. Merry Christmas, one and all. It's great to uh, share with you this morning. And uh, I want to actually share on a Christmas theme this morning. And the title of my message is The Christmas Story and Your Story. And I've been reflecting on how each one of us have a story and a journey. And certainly this year, you've probably seen a lot of action in your life journeys thus far. And in that, to think about the fact that it's not that God's a part of our story, but we're a part of His story, the salvation story. And I love it. And uh, the big idea I want to share with you this morning is to stay in the story, to stay in that story. And uh, it's his story. So history, boom, right there, people, come on. And uh, <laughs> that's that, um, that phrase, stay in the story, that's from one of my favorite speakers, Judas Smith. He coined that phrase and he made some cool caps. And I think they're limited edition. They might have run out now. But Louise, if you're hearing this, that's my Christmas present. <laughs> There's so many narratives, isn't there, that come at us in life, that come and uh, hit our emotions or race through our mind. But when we're up to date with him and uh, we, we come up to speed with him and we meet him where he's at with us, things make sense and the picture gets clearer. And uh, I love the biblical narrative. I love creation and how after the fall, Israel and, um, and redemption and recreation, such a beautiful picture, such a beautiful story. And... Um, in his story, I, I love this moment, uh, this monumental moment on the planet of the birth of Jesus Christ. At the same time, and I'll just share, I want to share that story and then, and then we'll have a pray. But the same time as Jesus being, being about to be born, the Caesar, who saw himself as son of God, it's ironic, had sent out a... Um, a, a mandate that everyone should be registered in their place of birth, the census. So at that time, Joseph had to go up from Nazareth with his fiancée, Mary, to the place of his birth, where David was born, actually, Bethlehem, the city of David. So they go up there, and, uh, and it's night. And uh, there was no room in the uh, hotel, um, so they found they were able to go into the stable, and that that inn's a bit like the equivalent of an Australian pub. So very humble circumstances, but at that place, uh, she she got the baby, Jesus, and wrapped him up in swaddling swaddling cloth. So some some uh, cloths, probably she found them there, and then laid him in a manger. And manger sounds sweet, doesn't it? But it was actually a feeding trough, you know, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, we, we sing Silent Night, but it was probably pretty loud, you know, and, you know, lots of noise happening, particularly with Mary. Get this thing out of me! You know, I've been to a birth. And uh, so that was happening. And, but it was, it was dark, and, um, but 
that is how Jesus came. And I want to share with you uh, this through the eyes of the shepherds. And uh, I had shepherd's pie for dinner last night. Thank you, Louise. She makes a delicious shepherd's pie, a signature New Zealand dish. And uh, yeah, went down a treat, feeling supercharged. So yeah, the shepherds are out there. They're just outside of Bethlehem um, while this had happened. And suddenly, uh, an angel, herald, heralding angel appears in the sky. And the sky lights up with the glory there. And uh, the angel actually says this. I've, I've got it up on a, on a slide. The angel says, Then the angel said to them, Don't be afraid. Because they're probably, you know, really freaked out. You know, <laughs> did anyone see that, um, that interview with the Australian that got, the next one over got a car driven into the house or something like that? You can imagine these shepherds like, I was there, and you know, if it was Australia, it would have been like, I'd be like, I'm like, what are you doing, mate? And then I realized there was an angel, you know, it'd be like, these are normal people, you know. Uh, and all I had was me pajamas on, you know. So uh, he was told not to be afraid, so he's feeling good. For they were, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. And here's the all people you are included in the Christmas story. This story isn't so much of, yes, God being in your story, it's you being in God's story. The gospel, the good news, isn't receive him into your life. It's that he has received you into his life. And so all people, here we are, people, we're a part of this story. I'm so thankful for that. Of great joy, which will be to all people, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And I'm going to be sharing about with you, with you about the idea of Jesus being the Saviour and Lord uh, today. And this will be a sign. I want you to note the word sign. Sign there to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And you know, those shepherds, they're like, well, we better get going. So they... Uh, hurried into Bethlehem and when they got to the stable they saw Jesus there the baby Jesus and they were um, sharing about what the angel had said with great excitement and everyone that heard them were, was astounded and they began to share that um, in a widespread way so very cool well um, also after this angel had shared that um, there was a great scene in heaven uh, and the angels said um, glory to the angels many angels a multitude of angels glory to God in the highest and peace on earth and goodwill towards all men isn't that good and ladies you're included in that as well well why don't we pray this morning well thank you Jesus we as we reflect on another year we remember you Jesus and we all keep our eyes on you and we thank you for the peace in the room today. And we thank you, Jesus, for joy. And we pray that through this message and through today that there would be great joy and we would know joy in who you are, Jesus, as we keep our eyes on you and move forward in life. In Jesus' name. And all the sheep went. Yeah. Yeah. Were you guys ever a part of a nativity play? Anyone here a part of a nativity play? Hands up if you were an angel. Well, these are elite people, guys. 
my brother was chosen to be an angel. I still don't know why I wasn't as a little kid. Yeah. Anyway, uh, any animals here? Like a cow or a sheep? No, nah, that's all right. When I was in Myla, um, the, they had this paper mache donkey head. It was ginormous and it was just such a, <laughs> such a prize to be chosen to the, be the noble donkey, you know. The, anyway, uh, <laughs> what about any shepherds? Shepherds? No? Oh, yes, one shepherd, Tom and I. Yes, I was a shepherd. I rocked out my uh, dad's um, dressing gown, you know, vintage stuff. <laughs> and the old um, tea towel on the head, it just works, doesn't it? Yeah. I stood there. I remember being in the story. I remember being in the nativity play in Coromandel Valley, all those um, guys there. And I, I didn't understand everything that was happening. But one thing I did remember about the beautiful scene of the birth of Jesus is this, that many people from different walks of life came together, that there was a merging together around Jesus. The fact that the um, author of, of salvation and uh, of, of, of the one who is in control is also the central figure and the main character in, in the history of this, this cosmos, you know. <laughs> and this little baby there, such a humble predicament, but so powerful to change lives when they see him. And the wise men, the magi had come together. Uh, the, the shepherds from perhaps sometimes a mundane sort of come together. And uh, uh, Joseph and Mary there. And animals and just this wonderful scene. I love it so much around Jesus Christ, the Son of God, uh, the Savior. And so I want to share, yeah, about him being the Savior and also Lord. This Savior, a sign, a sign to you. And, and I, I love the fact that he was wrapped in swaddling cloth, wrapped in possibly rags. That this grand theme that Jesus Christ has entered into our creation, entered into his creation, entered into our humanity, the divine life. He's taken on us. He's taken on who we were. And he's, he's taken that all on and wrapped that up in this merging of everything together. The incarnation is what I'm touching on here. That how astounding that God becomes flesh in this, in this way. And in our personal stories, he meets us in our inconvenience, in the, our, in, in the inconvenience, doesn't he? You know, the, the stable, uh, the feeding trough. He meets us in a messy place, the Savior. At our point of need, at our lowest point, Jesus Christ is found there absorbing who we are in the incarnation, taking us on. You know, because the Creator... And the sustainer creator became part of the creation. It means that his life has touched everything, people. His life has touched everything in past, up, in that, up until that point, and everything into the future. This is such an eternal theme, the incarnation. And here we find in a personal way for us that Jesus Christ has entered into our story, absorbed us into his story, and, and, and therefore... Our story is, is, is in his story, found in him. And 
So he knows how to find us, didn't he? He found the Magi. They were led by the star. He, he found the shepherds. He knows how to find us, like in the song we were singing just before. Um, I can't remember the lyrics. Someone shouted out something about finding. You might remember it in a moment as I'm speaking. <laughs> uh, your love, love that finds me. A love that finds me. And this is to be remembered in our journey. When things are dark, you know, it was dark that night. It was cold. When things are cold, when things are restless, when it's messy, it was probably messy in a stable. Remember that his love has found you in the incarnation. And when you don't understand everything about the past and when you can't rectify the situation, just be content in spiritual resolution. The incarnation is supposed to bring spiritual resolution so that you too can say it is well with my soul in the midst of mess in the midst of craziness that Jesus Christ has come to us Emmanuel God is with us now in this place he is the savior he is salvation and uh, this is uh, so encouraging for us when things don't make sense but I want you guys to know that for you sitting there today the story is not over for you. Stay in the story. You have been saved, but let him continue to bring salvation to your soul. That life here on earth isn't just, okay, Jesus saved me, I'll wait to go to heaven. Heaven has come to earth. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth. Salvation is here now in your soul. Heaven isn't a place we escape to. Heaven is a place that in the midst of mess and craziness and chaos, God is with us here and now. Heaven is here and now. And God wants to engage with the planet, the broken planet, through a place that is stable and secure, that He knows He is in us already. And there's no going back. It's irreversible. Ha ha. Redemption is irreversible. Come on. This new life, the birthing of Jesus Christ, even in your soul today, that new creation, life and nature is irreversible and He will bring it to conclusion. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. And it also says that He who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. He is the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's got this. Stay in the story. Ha. Come on. He is Lord. This is the second point I'm touching on today. He is Lord. He has authority. You know, I love the phrase that Graham Cook coins. Everything leads to majesty. All the broken pieces in your life, all the stuff that stinks, he will bring that all merging into majesty, working everything together for good. For the good of those that are called according to his purpose, his plan, his salvation story. He will do this, my friends. Absolutely everything he will redeem. Absolutely everything. Nothing will be wasted. This is so good. This is so good. Jesus Christ has authority. He stands above it all. He went to the lowest place. God became king, as N.T. Wright says. Israel's king is born, the one they had waited for. 
He came in to descend it into the darkness, took authority over darkness, took authority over our broken humanity, humanity and ascended above it. So today he stands with authority and as Lord over everything. He indeed is King now. And the kingdom of God is here for us. We come under that. We keep our eyes on Jesus. All the other narratives fade away. And the meta-narrative of who Jesus Christ is and the gospel stands true and is loudest in our lives. Come on. And Jesus Christ is Lord, the sign. He is wrapped. Something small, something insignificant. Don't look at what God's not doing. Look at what He is. Find the little baby in the manger. Find the little stable out in a, at the back of a, a hotel. Find Him. Find the kingdom of God. Find heaven invading earth and partner with Him. Focus on that little thing and it will grow and illuminate your life and the picture will get clearer. Come on. Confidence will rise in your heart with joy. This is what the angels were excited about. This is what they were astounded by. Because He is Lord, my friends. He, he, this, I'm talking today about God seeing an eternal perspective. We look up sometimes and we look around, but God looks from above and sees the bigger picture. He sees things and it's all so very, very clear. And, and we, again, can say, wow, it is well. I've got peace. I can be joyful. A redemptive perspective. This is so good. Everything will lead to majesty. Everything in your life will be, he will make it so it brings him glory. Ha <laughs> ha. Just reflecting on that. Come on. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We praise you even right now. Lord, we give you glory and honor. Lord Jesus, we just want to stay in the story, Lord, letting you have your way in us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You are, you are glorious, Jesus. You know, guys, this uh, one of the ways that the shepherds practically applied this. They were so amazed, you know. And as Jesus was being un, un, uh, unraveled from the swaddling cloths and things were moving on, this, this undoing of the craziness and the chaos of the fool, God's bringing redemption. And these shepherds are going out and they, they, they can't just stop telling everyone about this story. They're staying in the story, so to speak. And, and in verse 20, if you just want to look at that, with me now, this is something I noted and uh, something that I really felt to emphasize this morning for us. Verse 20, chapter 2 of Luke. Chapter 2, verse 20 of Luke. Then the shepherds returned. Everyone say returned. Come on, staying in the story, returned. Glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God. And I just want to pick up on what Mark shared last week on Sunday about praise. That when things don't make sense and, and when we we're, uh, have worries uh, in our lives, the antidote for that is to praise and give thanks. And I'd just like you to put on that music, thanks, uh, just the background as, as we... Uh, and just see what God wants to do here. That when things don't make sense, 
to keep our eyes on Jesus and remember that visual picture, the reference point to your story of Jesus Christ being born into this world. You can have confidence to praise him and move forward in your story, which is a big which is a part of his bigger, much bigger story. And that that praise postures us to have perspective and then be able to perceive what he is doing. And uh, I'm excited today, guys, for, for what he's doing uh, in our lives personally. And I believe that he's, he's going to uh, release praise today in, in our lives, that that praise sound, that praise that says, yes, Lord, I agree with your story. I agree that it's not over for me. Maybe you haven't had happy endings this year. But you know what? Don't give up because it's not the end of the story. Stay in the story. Come on. Would you stand with me this morning just as we uh, see what he wants to do? Yeah, you can clap. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. Many of you may have some things happening in your lives and different narratives coming at you. I want you to think about the, the, the great story of the gospel. Thank you, Jesus. And do you just want to make a statement uh, in any things that I say this morning that God's put on my heart? Just come up the front and just use praise as a way to say, yep, I'm staying in the story. I'm staying focused on you, Jesus Christ. Some of you perhaps this year have gone through some changes in your family. Come forward now. I want you to come and praise him as a way of saying, I'm staying in the story. Just come forward. Don't hold back. Some of you may have gone through some situations this life, this, this year in your life where there's been some changes financially and in employment. Can I encourage you to stay in the story and that by putting your faith in him through praise, that there'll be a change, that there's going to be a change. Maybe not your circumstance, but the change in you because you change your stance in the circumstance. Thank you, Jesus. And your relationship with him begins to take off. And that's what matters anyway, because this story, this life isn't, isn't where it finishes. There's a great purpose going on. Some of you this year may have gone through some changes in your health. And you want to come up the front and you're saying, yeah, I'm going to praise you to stay in the story. I'm going to believe that I'm praising you, Jesus, that that redemptive life is going to be released in my body. And I'm going to experience healing. Can I encourage you to come up the front this morning to praise him, to experience him and stay in the story? Thank you, Jesus. Lastly, some of you have been going through some changes in, in your ministry. You, you haven't fully understood, you know, what's going on with me? Am I just a shepherd? Is life just mundane? Is things have gotten just ordinary? Things have gotten complacent. But can I encourage you that there's a change coming for you because you're beginning to see things clearer. And can I encourage you to come out the front and say, Jesus, I'm going to stay in the story. I'm going to stay focused and I'm going to move forward. I'm going to go on this journey with you, Jesus, through life. And I'm going to make it to the end because ultimately 
This is your story. Oh, it's made for your glory. I'm going to let go of my control and give you control of my life. And in your way and by your will, your kingdom will come into my realm, Jesus Christ. And there's an invasion coming upon you today. As you come up the front, lift up your hands, lift up your voices and live before His audience. But you'll look around you. There'll be maybe other shepherds, maybe people who are wealthy, maybe lofty ones like magi kind of guys. But, but it matters that you're there, that you're up the front. That you'll come to Jesus to behold Him, to adore Him, to fall on your knees. And that it would be a silent night in this Christmas season. In that I mean that all the wrong narratives and lies would be silenced. And the gospel would ring true and resonate in who you are. And that Jesus Christ would be the compass for you as you journey through life and then begin to make Him known. It's time today, guys, to begin to experience salvation. And guys, as Christiane leads us and I hand the mic over to Marty, I want you to pray. So I'm going to be up here too. I'm going to be singing to Him. I'm going to be experiencing Him. And anyone else who wants you, feel free to come up the front. And I'm going to give the, uh, the, the mic to Marty. He's going to close it up. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining us on the Harvest Australia podcast. For more information and events in the life of Harvest Australia Church, please visit harvestaustralia.org.